Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Geekscapists? I'm still working on that intro. I think I've got it down pretty seamlessly where you guys hear the theme song, you see a little bit of that intro graphic, and then it gets a little bit of a hiccup. It goes straight to me. Uh, I can actually add a little video into StreamYard to get this thing going, but they're only letting me do it for like three seconds. And since I have an obnoxiously long theme song, that's just not going to cut it. I hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for watching another live Geekscape if you guys are watching live. Uh, we, we're doing that again, like I told you, uh, the YouTube, the Twitch, the Periscope, and the Facebook. Uh, feel free to join the, the Geekscape page if this is new to you. Go ahead and subscribe. If you prefer YouTube, go watch it on YouTube. If you prefer Twitch, go watch it on Twitch. If you are one of the people who still use Periscope, hey, maybe we'll get ourselves a little Periscope sponsorship. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's happening in the world. Is anybody sponsoring anybody anymore? Uh, it's uh, fun for me to be like, hey, as a filmmaker... I'm working as much as Spielberg. <laughs> I'm working as much as J.J. Abrams. Uh, this is exciting news for you guys on May the 4th. Be with you. Uh, I like that Robert Rodriguez confirmed that he's doing an episode of Mandalorian Season 2. That's exciting news. I thought that was cool. And, of course, Taika Waititi. He's got this confirmed Star Wars movie. Is it part of a new trilogy? I hope not. I kind of like the standalone films right now, and uh, I think that'll be fun. It can it can happen anywhere in the galaxy, anytime, with anybody, and I think that goes to the core of what was so cool about Star Wars is that uh, it's a expansive uh, universe and galaxy where anything can happen, and I love that Taika Waititi's got his own movie and that he's co-writing it with a lady. Because I think diversity is also something that will help the Star Wars uh, universe is having a very uh, diverse behind the camera and in front of the camera world. you got aliens in front, and you got all sorts of people behind. And now I've got, hey, look, I've got a multi-armed thing going on here. Look, I've got little mini arms sprouting out of my neck, if you guys are watching. Uh, that's actually Heidi. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's the pandemic, so we're doing this episode from Heidi's bedroom again. 
that's just the way it is. And I hope you guys have also been listening to the podcast. I put up a special podcast today that you guys aren't going to get if you're a streaming viewer. Um, this was with Isa Lopez, who made a really, really cool horror movie in Mexico called Tigers Are Not Afraid. And what's really cool about this is if you're a fan of Guillermo del Toro's uh, movies like Devil's Backbone or um, Pan's Labyrinth, it takes place in sort of this uh, uh, like cartel world of Los Desaparecidos, oh, sorry, I'm mispronouncing, Los Desaparecidos, which is like the people who just disappear, right? They're kidnapped by the cartel. And this is a big thing that happens in Mexico, South America, and they leave kids behind. And so this really cool ghost story uh, takes place with these kids who get left behind and they have to kind of fend for themselves in the street. But there's also a ghost story element to it. So if you guys get a chance and you guys want to subscribe, subscribe to the podcast and you get to listen to my conversation with Isa about making that film, which I totally recommend. And it comes out this week if you guys are looking for a really cool, spooky, like ghost story horror movie that has like a fairy tale element and is told through like really young kids, which is kind of cool. Uh, it's still gritty, still kind of brutal and scary. But that kind of Guillermo del Toro style of fairy tale going on. So that's the recommendation. We're going to be talking video games a lot today because it's really the only entertainment industry that's chugging along during the pandemic. Film is shuttered. Uh, well, I guess music's still rocking. Comic books, Marvel has talked about putting some new books into the comic stores towards the end of May. And we've heard that Diamond is starting to distribute comics later on this month. Um We'll see. <laughs> I'm all out of new comics. So I'm going into my back issues that have piled up that I never got to, to read. So um, I would love to read new comics. And hopefully they're, they're hitting stores within the month. But video games are just chugging along. Those you can stream, you can download. Uh, video games are still working. So I'm doing a special video games episode for you guys with my good friends, formerly of Geekscape Games. But maybe we'll bring it back to the Geekscape Network because I miss having a video game show as much as you guys do. Uh, my good friend Shane O'Hare is here and Josh Jackson. Those are the two hosts of Geekscape Games. And let's just go ahead and invite them back to the network to do another video game show for us because I completely miss having that on the show uh, or on the network. And it doesn't seem like Derek is like into it anymore. Derek, we gave him two video game shows and like he doesn't want to bring it once. That's not good enough for me. So uh, here's Josh Jackson and Shane O'Hare for you guys. Let's bring them in here. That's Josh. That's hey guys. Shane. And they are on the show. What do you guys think of this cool little studio we got here going? This is uh, this is extremely impressive. You've uh, you've upgraded leaps and bounds over what I've what I'm used <laughs> to on on the quality of Geekscape games in mind. Uh huh. Well, I I, Eric Eric the Dragon says. I love it. He's watching. Oh, it. It. And uh, Raymond Russell says, "Periscope for the win." Hell yeah! There we go. Wait, <laughs> am I, wait. Am I allowed to swear on the network still? Yeah, you're allowed to swear. You're just not allowed to. Um, I don't know. Do some of the shit you were doing on Geekscape Games. You were you were going to a dark <laughs> time. Yeah. And, and if you would like to talk about it, um, Geekscape Games was a podcast that we had for you and Josh and a group of fan uh, of like friends. Uh, would go around and talk about video games every week and i thought it was great uh it was my favorite show on the network including my own and then <laughs> i kind of felt like things got a little loosey-goosey and uh well just a little well well shane was going through some stuff right uh josh uh, was, josh was just trying to like fix 
a, uh, a, a smoke, smoke detector, detector. <laughs> for like years, <laughs> which is a great story. And I think we should share the story. But Shane was like, Shane, I don't know how much you want to talk about it because it's really personal. But you were going through like some real life shit. And I'm proud to see you like a year removed from it. Like, yeah. I'm so proud of you, dude. Do you want to talk about any of that stuff? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, if uh, I'm just about uh, a year and two months sober. Um, it was, um, uh, I can't, I can't even explain the, the, the shift in mental clarity and my behavior and my health. Um, I was down two jacket sizes. So that's, that's the best part. Let's be honest, you know, getting new clothes. That's the best part about being sober. Um, but I was just, you know, uh, let's, let's say a bottle of Tito's every night level of alcoholism. So uh, I'm glad to be off of that. I would, you know, be drinking during Geekscape games, um, my behavior outside of the show. I uh, was so much rage um, and not like a cool, like, despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage rage, but like, just, I hate all my friends and I hate myself, but why doesn't anybody like me? Because I'm pushing them away. It's just weird, weird shift all around. So um, uh, yeah, when I was hitting my uh my one year sober date of uh february 12th um i reached out to john and uh, everybody else uh josh and derek and i was like let's bring it back like i'm i'm sober i'm coherent i can manage my time um i've got a job that doesn't want me to blow my brains out and let's let's do it and um you know uh john graciously accepted my apology for my uh, horrendous behavior <laughs> I, I mean, that's a tough way. I, 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 I know that like whatever program you may have gone through would ask you to make some level of amends, but honestly, it was hard to even know what you were going through because you, it was so dark and, uh, and it was such a virulence to how you were like to, to your reaction to things that it was really hard to talk to you in the midst of it. And, Man, I think Derek and I had like such a tough time with it. But the other day when you and I talked for like an hour just on the phone catching up, it was awesome. And obviously we talked before then, but um, you just sounded so much better. Like you, you sound better. You, you, you say you, you. I mean, you look better. You feel better. It, it's, it's just a different Shane. And that Shane was always there, and it was hard to see that Shane in like little pieces swimming to the surface and just knowing that he was drowning and yeah. not really knowing what to do. Cause you're like a Wasilla, Alaska, right? And, uh, yeah. And not, it was just so not a lot of support groups out here for uh, substance abuses, uh, the meth capital of the Pacific Northwest. So I'm sorry, man. Well, listen, I never got into meth. No, I never did meth. I know. Oh, well, people saying some things. Uh, Alex Salvato says, congrats, Shane. Thank you, Alex. We've got Appreciate Ian Rainey in Austin, Texas saying, congrats, Shane. Oh, thanks. And, and, and then uh, okay. someone logged into the Geekscape Facebook account is saying, you look fantastic. Way to go, dude. And hey, man, like whoever you are, like don't be using the Geekscape Facebook account to be like throwing in. Thank the you, comments. darling. Like, Thank you. At least like switch to your personal account and then put on the, you know what? Actually, this applies from all of Geekscape. You look fantastic. Way to go, dude. And, uh, and, and I, I want to bring you back into this because we can be hopefully some kind of a support network. And 
let's let's just keep going. Uh, Derek gave you a little heart emoji thing, uh, and uh, and I think beyond all that, let's let's go ahead and you know we have a little surprise here for you. Here's here's Derek himself. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Look at oh that with the professional. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that pro set up and everything. Look at that. Yeah, we surprised you with a little oh. bit of Derek here. And, uh, that uh, was me commenting as Geekscape uh, as well. <laughs> I didn't realize it until it was sent already, but uh, you, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen you face to face and you look fantastic. And uh, oh. I, I don't know. It's so, I'm so happy that you're doing so well because um, I, I love you, man. And uh, you look great. And that makes me so happy. I now, appreciate what about, his, what about his Errol Flynn, like mustache and beard? Like, what about that? Like, like he, <laughs> you, you look like Captain Blood. <laughs> <laughs> You look like a 1930s swashbuckling like Hollywood actor is what you like with the whole thing right here. Uh, did it? Did uh, now listen, Nico Montoya. Did you ever find the guy who killed your father? Um, I'm still <laughs> looking for him. Uh, the the ghost of my dad is haunting this house as we speak right now. So the six fingered man. Is that right? <laughs> I've never seen that movie nor read the You've book. Never seen Princess Bride. Uh, I think you'd, I think you'd like Princess Bride. Uh, uh, I think I would too. The, the only time it's been on in, in my presence was uh, junior year of high school. <sighs> we had a slow day in band class, so he put it on and I fell asleep <laughs> behind the drums. What a memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what do you guys think? You guys enjoying the streaming thing? Josh, how have you been during this whole pandemic thing? Yeah. You and I are both good. in LA, but we haven't seen each other. Yeah, it's been, you know, the last couple of months, obviously, has been crazy for everybody. Uh, you know, thankfully, I'm in a pretty decent position, all things considered. have had plenty of times to catch up on a lot of the games that have been coming out. Like, I'm glad that we're sitting here and we're able to talk about this again, too, because coincidentally, like, as soon as this pandemic um, came around and the lockdown started, it seemed like at the same time, all these games are coming out to kind of keep us distracted which is in the opening you were talking about how the video game industry is kept on chugging despite everything. And yet like a lot of the biggest releases of the year have all been in the last month or two. So it's been kind of crazy. So that's been a pretty good distraction. That may just be part of the deep state plot to keep us all like quarantined <laughs> in our homes. And I mean, notice like Bill Gates, big tech guy, maybe flooding the market with video games. To Man, make I sure thought like, Shane was going to be the one to bring up the conspiracy, conspiracies today. But, uh, uh, I'm, try I'm trying to Restrain myself, but uh, it is coincidental that um, Animal Crossing came out pretty close to the quarantine, yeah. so we need to look into the Nintendo deep state. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to be like, hey, you can't afford anything and you're all dying in the real world. Come to Animal Crossing and throw <laughs> some beats. Uh, we got we got a lot of flood of positive comments. We got Derek's own girlfriend, Mika, saying, So good to see you all together again. Shane, you look so happy and healthy. Y'all are the cutest. And uh, I, I said girlfriend, but this is a fiance situation. Is that right, Derek? For the, until the end of time, yeah. Until the end of time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you guys are laughing. And then, <laughs> and then Raymond Russell said, this Geekscape is like a damn Hallmark Channel special. <laughs> uh, and you know what? And he loves it. So uh, that's what we like to provide here. A little bit of uh, milk toast offerings for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're, bringing it back. We're bringing it back to uh, Geekscape Games. So what are we going to do here, guys, before we start talking video games? Are we going to do this? We're going to bring you guys in to do a, uh, a, a podcast on the network because Derek here has two video game podcasts 
and he doesn't want to go back to work. This guy, you know, <laughs> Do you guys know what is happening in the world right now? Do you know how hard it is to just talk about video games and, and have to we need, we need entertainment now more than ever, Derek. Yeah. 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 Matt Kelly puts out 18 podcasts. Well, can't you be happy with his 18 <laughs> podcasts? <laughs> well, none of them are video games. Because they're yeah. Matt Kelly's. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, listen. You, you think I want to listen to a podcast hosted by Wentz? So I gave you one like last week. Like, I so Derek, like literally right? last week, I, I that, put out one. That, so that ain't gonna cut it. All right. <laughs> if I wanted a 35 year old Muppet doing every podcast on my network, all right, I'd just like go to Henson or something. But like, come on, he's taking over the network, Derek, and I think we got to fight back. All right, mm-hmm. we can't have every podcast. I don't know. We were getting a lot of hashtag Derek. Team Mats the last time we were both on. He pandered for those. <laughs> Yeah, they were bots. They were they were they were uh, Philadelphian bots. He went on Fiverr and just like bought a bunch of likes or something. <laughs> so what do we think? Are we going to do this video game podcast, guys? Are we going to like not no rush? Kind of a rush because Derek doesn't seem to be wanting to do any more <laughs> podcasts. Are we going to bring Josh and Derek back in here to start doing some video game talk on the Geekscape Network? Can we please have that? Oh, uh, I mean, I've, no, I've wanted ready. it for a minute. Yeah, so. And I'm trying to make a rush in a moving pictures uh, album reference right now, but I can't. So, yes. Well, I wouldn't well, understand the reference anyway. So They're Canadian. I, I, I mean, I know rush. that. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, are you wearing a – do you have a mask underneath? Yeah. I, uh, do you have a pandemic mask? Now, listen, I don't think COVID is that contagious that you can get it from us over a stream, but I don't know. I just, I just can't be too work. careful. It's yeah. a, no, it, a, a novel – pandemic like this is the first time we've we've experienced this maybe you can catch it over the life hey, if, if you if you ever did a, a computer networking in the early 90s then you know novel networks are very very infectious so mm. shouts mm. out sh- shouts out to a joke that i am the only one that got and appreciated so i i was a baby in the early 90s so i you know yeah i All was right. trying to get a girlfriend and uh i probably would have had more I probably would have caught more viruses online than anything else. <laughs> uh, so let's talk because it sounds like you guys want to bring back a video game show to, to Geekscape. I don't know if we call it Geekscape Games. I don't know what we call it, but obviously video games are still rocking right now. And um, like Josh said, the more than ever, we have the Animal Crossing. I'm not playing Animal Crossing because <laughs> I just can't bring myself to buy that game again on a new system. I'll play a new Zelda. I'll play new Mario. And those games seem to change a little bit from system to system. But, like, Josh, how much different is this uh, Animal Crossing from maybe something that we already played on a past Nintendo system? Well, this game, and usually I would share that opinion with Animal Crossing, but this game in particular seems to be such a huge leap forward for the franchise, which is kind of a trend with Switch games, I think, where this Animal Crossing... It still has a lot of the same activities and uh, gameplay mechanics and that kind of thing. But this one focuses so much more on uh, custom uh, customization and being able to make your town exactly how you want it. So now you have the ability to add bridges. You can landscape. You could tear down walls, uh, build walls, expand waterfalls and lakes. You can lay your furniture out. in Like in the past games, you could only lay your furniture out in your house. Now you can lay your furniture out anywhere. And like if you go online and you see a lot of the different examples that people have made and posted online, that's to the point where you can almost create anything. Because eventually 
you also unlock the ability to make custom designs that you can decorate your island with. So I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff. Someone completely recreated the first map of Earthbound and turned their island oh. into that. Like one person made a whole like AEW and WWE entrance ramp with like little fireworks popping off when you walk through it <laughs> with like a whole setup with like the wrestling ring and the oh, chairs wow. around the stands. Um, people have, it's just, it's as limited as your own creativity this time around, which I have zero create creativity which is why my biggest decoration is weeds at this point but <laughs> but yeah well I mean, well shane you came to my town remember and you the first thing you said is like there's so many weeds yeah <laughs> it, 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 lo- it looked like an abandoned lot that i grew up next to yeah i just wanted to make sure you felt at home when you came by <laughs> but <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> I, I'm not. Um, I'm not used to to all these like lower thirds and this like production uh-huh. quality. Like this could be like the next like Morning Joe. Watch out, Geekscape TV is coming for you. <laughs> well, I have news on that because Matt Kelly uh, infects everything. Uh, he's actually doing horror movie night right here on live stream tomorrow night. Uh, so that's going to be a set thing. And I don't really have a set schedule for Geekscape because I'm quarantining with Heidi, and this is her like room, and it's kind of an imposition to be doing the show. Uh, she's been great. She's yes. been amazing. But uh, <laughs> Just don't be late for her, dinner again, I tell yeah, you. I mean, this is her space. But uh, Matt Kelly, you know, I think his schedule is wide open, uh, is doing a, <laughs> set, <laughs> he's doing a set uh, horror movie night every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I think it's horror movie night. So they're actually going to be taking over this space tomorrow uh, and every Tuesday from here until... The end know, of time. Probably, probably the end of time. We'll, we'll be long gone, and those guys will still be like, "You've seen this VHS movie? It's pretty tight." <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Uh, I do have to say, they did their twenty-four hour Twitch stream a while ago. Uh, a while ago, four years ago was when I was uh, looking, and um, it was great. It was great watching them just comment on on the random schlock that they were watching and seeing all this like, like this fervor for the like Boa versus Anaconda. Um, level movies um and uh i i think if you're into horror movie be horror uh, or anything like that definitely check it out it'll be a good uh good good thing to like dip in if they're doing any like long street uh long streams to they're just knowledge bases insane insane so good guys good guys to watch and check out i, 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 but I agree with you yeah I, I was just gonna say i agree as well and i think that part of part of the thing that I struggle with with their show sometimes is like connecting with the material. And so if they are um, also planning to, I don't know, like throw up images of what they're talking about, like it, I, I think that their show could lend itself very, very well to a visual medium as well. And so I am excited to check out that stream as well. So Derek, when is Xbox game passengers <laughs> going to be doing the live stream uh, or ever again, a podcast, just like, when is that <laughs> happening? When is the uh, Apple uh, you know, there, game, you know, game? We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of feelers out right now. We're just waiting to uh, hear back on a number of things, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can get uh, back into production as soon as there's a vaccine available, and uh, we'll go from there. I I, I want to say I want to say one thing that Derek is going full Maple Daddy with the uh, the flannel and the beard and the very out. I miss it. I I miss it. You're you're my you're my Maple Daddy, Derek. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know they released. <laughs> Daddy. He's my Canadian maple daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they came out with Streets of Rage 4 last week, and it came out on Game Pass day one, too, by the way. It did. Hey, 
Eric, where's the uh, Streets of Rage yeah. 4 episode? Well, I mean, if you've ever listened to my show, you'll know that typically it is a randomly selected game. So uh, at some point, uh, Streets of Rage might pop up on there. But, uh, you know, I don't. I try to avoid picking the game as much as possible. I think I've done that once or twice as a, a big new release that I was looking forward to came out. I'm not really that attentive. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the the lower thirds, they they it, it really adds a lot to the show. And for what, those what that are listening, it, it uh, Eric has no no intention. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric has no intention of podcasting again. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> uh, I I would love. I'm going to podcast again. I'm whether that's Geekscape Games, uh, which I'm very excited to hear more about and uh or or it's whether it's my own shows i i have missed talking about games with you guys and and even just the the general the general talking about like oh what we've been playing rather than having to uh jump into very very specific talk i don't know i i always loved that aspect of our old show and i'm looking forward to doing it again well let's talk about it so josh you said that streets of rage 4 came out i actually went and picked up uh because i survived april and i think we should all pat ourselves on the back for surviving a month in this pandemic uh i picked up the genesis mini and it's got Street of rage i think streets of rage one or two on there and uh there's a lot of games on there that i'm just like i've never even heard of some right. of these games uh and i'm enjoying it but seeing streets of rage included on it I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to check out that Streets of Rage 4. Is it downloadable on the Switch? Is this a multi-platform release? Yeah, it's uh, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. But Xbox is especially notable because it was on Game Pass on the release date. So if you had Game Pass, you just could load it up and start playing. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing to keep in mind, if you're like me and you like collecting physical games, though, is that Limited Run Games does have Mm -hmm. a pre-order up for that. And you could order it with like a Genesis box. So oh, it'll, come in, a, it'll oh, really? come in a Genesis box, but it'll have like the Switch or PS4 or Xbox version awesome. of it inside. How, how much more expensive is like that? I think it's like 60 bucks for the Genesis box bundle. Whereas I think the digital download is, tw- I think it's 25. But since I got it on Game Pass, it wasn't any extra charge. But my <laughs> friend told me it was 25, so I believe him. So. And now is it one of these things where I can play online with you guys? Like if I download, what, what did you get it for, Josh? Uh, I have it on Xbox One, and okay. yeah, it's um you can play either local or online multiplayer, and it has like you start off with four characters, you get a fifth in the story, and then the more points you get through your accumulated playthroughs, you start unlocking more and more characters. So I think by the time you're you unlock everybody, it's something like twelve, thirteen ish characters you can play Holy with. Crap. Yeah. Uh, now, is no, there? It, oh, go ahead. Isn't there a new um, King of Fighters side scroller that just came out recently too, or is that part of? Uh, to Rage Bundle. Um, well, the King of Fighters one is a mobile game. I think you might be thinking of. Uh, gotcha, There's a side scrolling okay. beat 'em up King of Fighters game, but it's like a money sink mobile gotcha mm. thing. So you're right into <laughs> yeah. it then, is what you're and, saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I and I downloaded it the day it came out. Yeah. If anybody's susceptible to those like pay to win mobile oh. games, it's you. <laughs> well, no, you know what though? I've never paid money for any mobile game except for Bang Dream. And, oh, Bang- no, <laughs> and and there was only because Bang- Penny Omega told him to. And and Bang <laughs> Dream was only because I didn't spend money on it at all. And then when the one year anniversary came out, I was like, uh, I got a year's worth of entertainment for zero dollars. I'll throw him like twenty bucks, whatever. So but, yeah, it, well, uh, I can't even get into something called Bang Dream. No, I'm, I'm uh, still playing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we talked Dream. about that back on Geekscape Games. Like, Did you I, still play I remember. It 
I, I've pl- I've played it every day since I downloaded oh it, gosh. and it's been like almost two years now. How's so, the pandemic treating you, man? It's, been, it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm still I'm still like top fifteen hundred in every event, so I'm pretty good. Josh is like, like I'm, really never going back. I'm never going back. <laughs> he hopes like he hopes society crumbles, and he's just left with his pain dream. You you see these guys uh, at the Capitol buildings protesting the like the reopening of the states because. To me, I think that these these uh like y'all Kedas, these Walmart like <laughs> guys, you know, you see these you see these dudes oh who look like like meal team seven, these y'all Keda dudes who are like you know they've got their Walmart AR-15s and they're like reopen the states, I gotta go to Chili's, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they're just pissed mm. because they've been hoarding beans and water for the, like the last five <laughs> years, so that. The entire society crumbles, and uh, with it goes the government. And they can, like, because they've got the guns, they can put themselves at the seat of power and be like, "Now we run things." But instead, people are just fucking playing Animal Crossing and like sharing memes and like baby Yoda like cereal pictures with each other. <laughs> like, I, uh, we're like, "Oh, I'm gonna make some masks and I'm gonna bake some bread." So it's not the apocalypse they want. Yeah. So I, I think that uh, I think that's like like Josh's version of that is. Oh yeah, I just want to never go back so I can just play Bang Dream all day. <laughs> yeah, I might finally be able to get into like a top one hundred rank or something. I don't know. Theorist DJ calls them covidiots. Covi- I like uh, that. I yeah. Like that. Uh, uh, who, who? What was the? Uh, what was the David Koresh group in uh, Waco? The oh, oh, I call them Branch Covidians. Is <laughs> <That's another laughs> name for them? Uh, yeah, I think we all had a different vision of the pandemic and the apocalypse uh there's toilet paper in the stores now it seems like we're probably gonna get through this thing for the most part knock on wood that the government doesn't think some of us are completely you know uh uh you know expendable and hopefully do this i um I, i work for a printing company and when the toilet paper disappeared I called up uh, one of our suppliers. I'm like, do you guys carry toilet paper? And they're like, we've got a whole warehouse full. Come in, come in and get 96 rolls for 60 bucks. I was, there you go. I'm right there. So they got it in Wasilla, Alaska. I mean, the rest of us, like, we, we had to, like, fight for toilet paper. Well, for well the, re- the, the retail stores, like, were was Bedlam. Costco, <laughs> uh, Fred Meyers, Kroger, Safeway. It was Bedlam. Absolute nuts. But the, uh, the, the Korean grocer was full. And my my paper supply company <laughs> has race for like I don't want to go in that store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they were out of rice for some reason. It was interesting. Well, so Shane, you're in Alaska, and there's probably a ton of preppers in Alaska and people who are just like hanging out, and uh, they've been prepping for yeah. this. It's why, it's why they moved to Alaska. Like, yeah, society will burn, and we're going to be out here with Grizzly Man just chilling. Uh, how is everything in Alaska? Is it any different than Los Angeles or Vancouver, the fancy cities? It, um, uh, the fancy cities. Um, <laughs> I, I would say it, there's a lot of um, uh, a lot of the Covidiots, the the you know, with the Yal Qaeda. There, there was a, there, there's a lot of those on Facebook right now, um, and there, we had a uh, there was a protest, but it was a vehicle protest, and it was like the saddest bunch of dirt ridden beaten up chip wind windshield vehicles <laughs> driving around and they um they uh i coined the term white trash photoshop oh which jesus is they 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 drove they drove around with a picture of our mayor's head on chairman mao's body 
but uh, instead of oh, uh, in, instead of like this Photoshop, is too nerdy for her. She's like, I'm yeah. out. I yeah. Heidi's I out. You ignored my comment. <laughs> well, uh, Heidi's uh, like uh, making uh, comment. Heidi's making comments in the chat. But I'm like, no, we're doing a show here, Heidi. I was talking about Tetris. We're doing a whole. She's supposed to talk about Tetris and maple. Yeah. And so, okay, maple maple story. Anyway, um, uh, she's mad. Yeah. Uh, so they, show, they, I would have given you your own window. <laughs> <laughs> so they would um, the white trash Photoshop. They would cut out the picture of the mayor and then just glue it to another picture that they. Uh, printed together. So no, not even like MS Paint, like just a mask. It was just scissors, glue, and then driving around with missing teeth. It was really, uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was pretty interesting. Now, now let's be real and let's put this in the context of video games. Did any, like, what was that most recent? Was it Just Cause, the one that was like, like, what was the most recent game that kind of dealt with uh, sort of like that Oregon group that 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 took over the bird sanctuary, oh, and then it became it? Far Cry Five. Far Cry Five. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the one. Did anybody else think of Far Cry Five <laughs> when this whole thing happened? Because that's the first thing I thought of. Was like, oh great, we're living in Far Cry Five. I feel like the people in Far Cry Five are way more coherent and put together than the jokes that we got around right now. <laughs> what is that a game where like you you're just running around in Far Cry and then suddenly you get attacked by like a wild animal on top of people shooting at you like something like a panther comes out of the woods and just jumps on you and you get killed by a mountain lion? Yeah, that, why that, not? See, that's just a normal day in, in Wasilla walking around. Like, remember that time that you know there was that that bear out in Willow? I told you about oh, that, right? Right. So Shane works as a he used to work at you used to work still work as a realtor and you I'm were out. Putting, I'm retired. I'm retired. You were putting signs out in the middle of nowhere, which is really just anywhere in Alaska. But you're out on the fringes of the wilderness again, anywhere in Alaska, and you're putting this sign down. And as you're returning to the to your truck, you hear something behind you. What was going on there? Um, there was a. Um... Uh, I went out to this area called Big Lake and there was this, uh, uh, I went out to the back of my truck and there was, uh, when I was going back to my truck at the front of it was a bear and motherfucker just, sorry, Am I, I'm still allowed to swear, right? Yeah, you can. You yeah. just aren't allowed to be drunk on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, he, uh, no swearing in the first five minutes. Westwood won't like it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. And then um, he, uh, he, it, she, they uh, decided to uh, to run at me, and uh, I had to uh, uh, defend myself. How big was this bear? Uh, does it matter really? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Does it matter? Yeah, does it matter in that situation? There's a giant bear coming at you, and you luckily like had some defense, like in the truck. Uh, no. Oh, you you had a, a gun on you, and then you and yeah, oh my god. I just imagine like a situation where like it's charging at you. And I mean, at that point, yes, you have to use your gun and you shoot the bear. You keep shooting the bear. And then it like slides to a halt, like an inch from your face when it died. It, it was, um, it was exactly like that. There's a, there's a famous movie where that happens. Uh, couldn't be dry. Anyway. Yeah, it was, yeah. Very, very similar situation. So, uh, and, uh, let's just say dirty hair was right. Well, how does this, uh, pandemic compared to like the Fallout games. Like, is this kind of what you guys were thinking when you're preparing for uh, Fallout? Is this any of the work close to that, Derek? <laughs> uh, it's a lot less buggy. 
than uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the Fallout games. A different uh, kind of bug. Different kind, different of, bug. kind right. of bugs. Different kind of bugs. Uh, I mean, in those games, it, it, it feels like you, uh, I don't know, have a, have a chance of doing something and making a difference. And, and that said, I guess, you know, staying at home and watching Netflix is is making a difference. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think people who are like, enough of this stuff don't realize that uh, things aren't getting worse because we're staying at home, but they don't realize that it's like it, it, it might actually be working. And they're like, yeah. oh, we got them. Well, and seeing, seeing stuff like the like, oh, we're like, you know, the protest to end the the stay at home orders or to end the social distancing and the protests in like what was it like Huntington Beach or some beach in California this weekend with the thousands and thousands of people crowds like it's insane and and I understand the aspect of like getting fatigued at like having to stay home at home all the time or whatever but the you know the the less you do that and the more that you go out and the more that you go and do this stuff and be around people the longer it's gonna be on the other side of it type thing right oh, so it's such a catch twenty two. Did you guys? Oh, well, first off, Huntington Beach has like a huge white nationalist population. Like, there's a bunch of people who. Are, I mean, obviously, it's going to be Huntington Beach. Like, those yeah. are the people who go out and protest all the time. It's uh, like this county, the stan- yeah. or Santee, but that's a little bit. Did you south. see that? That Santee, yeah, Santee's in San Diego County, and it's like a KKK headquarters. Did you yeah. see the dude mm-hmm. at the grocery store oh. wearing the freaking Klan hood? Oh, I did. That, yes. That, yes. What the hell is that? That uh, and um, the guys from Mega sixty four uh, were from Santee, and they were tweeting like, "Not surprised, not surprised." <laughs> uh, so we got some comments. Uh, Mark Andrew Smith, we were talking about the toilet paper, and he said, "Just get hand bidets for crying out loud and install them. You never need toilet paper again." Okay, uh, opinion on that because at that point, like, aren't you just giving into the French and like taking over? The, <laughs> their, their culture is taking over at that point, and we, we're, I mean, we're still America, hey. right? We can't be well, having a bidet, okay? Well, Tom Nook gave me a bidet the other day, so maybe they're onto something. <laughs> yeah, like I expanded my house, and he was like, "Well, here's congratulations. Here's a present to celebrate your new your new expansion." Yeah. Yeah, the bidet thing, um, you know, if you like a little butt tickling, like maybe it's fun. Maybe that's <laughs> may, maybe maybe Mark is on to something with hmm. this bidet hmm. thing. Mark, Mark, uh, DM me, DM me. <laughs> uh, Rick, though, says, Jonathan did the back to your hair, <laughs> hair get fixed. So if you guys weren't watching on the stream, and it's still on you the You see the ad, don't you? You don't guys you actually saw me get my hair cut. Heidi has never cut hair before, and I had her cut my hair cut on the stream. And I got that sick fade right there. What do you think? Uh, sick fade. But, um, sick, all yeah. right. The back of my hair, uh, the back of my head looks like, uh, well, my friend Annie Rattinger had the best uh, kind of joke about it. He, he put up that, like, dagger from the last, uh, from, from Rise of Skywalker that she holds up that shows, like, where the freaking Death Star fell. Or what. You remember that, that plot point that didn't make sense with that magic dagger thing? And, <laughs> and it had that, like, it had that groove cut into it that shows uh-huh. like the line of where the it didn't make sense, but it, 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 it the, back of my head. the the back of your head reminded me of the uh, the the skyline from the show Frasier where it would, yeah. it would jag all the billion. I was like, <laughs> I wanted the McDonald's Moon Man to come and play the piano like in <laughs> <laughs> the background. I don't know, you guys are younger than Josh and I, but oh, uh, Max Doug, Knight, yeah, Doug, Doug Jones, Jones yeah, <laughs> But I figure, uh, yeah, the back of my head looks like a city skyline. Uh, Heidi did her best, but you know what? Like, if you guys are watching this stream, I would hit subscribe on whatever platform you're watching on because this Thursday, 
I'm going to be doing her makeup and hair. A little, <laughs> little bit of revenge. Are you ready for that? Are you, are you cutting her hair too or just, just styling? You fucking don't think I want to get murdered, Derek? <laughs> There's no damn way I'm cutting her hair. But I'll for sure, like, I'm going to try and figure out how to do the curlers. I'm going to mm-hmm. get the makeup out and no instruction. I'm just going to take whatever the hell she owns as far as makeup goes. And uh, try and not make her look like Joaquin Phoenix and Joker, but maybe make her look like Joaquin. <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit. Be like that sim- the, that like makeup gun that Homer invents on The Simpsons. Um, the theorist DJ on Twitch actually said there's a pretty pretty important distinction between what we're going through and Fallout. You actually get to go outside and Fallout. <laughs> uh, and Jason Elliott, I think he's in Houston. Uh, but he comes and visits us almost every summer at the Geekscape booth in San Diego. He says that his city just had 130 more deaths the day before they opened up uh, businesses. And that's Texas. So Texas is one of these states that's like, yeah, let's get back to work. So I, the state doesn't have to pay all that unemployment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, um, to, 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 may, may I bring it back to video games real quick? Uh, <laughs> kind of what we need to be. Um, right before, um, so um, the city that I, that I work in uh, is Anchorage, and right before it, and that's where you know my day job is. That's where I DJ. That's where my weekend job is. So it um, it shut down fast. Like they were all of a sudden the mayor's like noon today shut down. So that day I had to go, I had to go finish my, my animal crossing pre-order, duh, you know, priorities. And, uh, I thought it would be funny. Like, Oh, Hey, this will be funny. It'll be, it'll be good for the, the likes. I got a copy of uh, the division two. Um, and I made the joke like, Oh, I'm just, just prepping for the pandemic that night when I got home and I fired it up, the beginning intro was just a little bit too real. And I actually put off playing the game for a couple of days because <laughs> it was, who was really, really close, and that uh, that whole thing uh, was a uh, weaponized smallpox that happened that started around November, which also just so happened to be when all of this started happening. So I was like, "No, um, um, two L's, two L's, because oh, okay. we're twi- we're twice the loser." Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, it was it was a little bit too real, but uh, I actually just beat the game the other day, and it's uh, once you get the the. Um, the, the anxiety off. It's a uh, great, uh, surprisingly, it's um, one of the better uh, Ubisoft open world uh, experiences that they've put out. That uh, So if you want a, you know, a good $40, couple hundred hour pudding game, that's it's on my list right now. It's good. So what are the games that are being delayed right now? Like, obviously, we, we talked about like games still being able to come out. And it seems like everybody's just playing Animal Crossing. Um, but Last of Us 2 got delayed, but did it get delayed for that much? No, it was, uh, and and it kind of got delayed. It got delayed, I think it was about a month ago at this point. Um, and they basically just said that they wanted it to get out when everybody could play it at the same time. Uh, and then just earlier this week or last week, they announced the re- a new release date, which ended up just being like a couple of weeks after the last release date. Um, mm-hmm. That release date announcement also was less than 24 hours after like a major leak for like plot points, cutscenes, all this sort of stuff. Before the game came out, uh, so I don't know if they were related in that they were like, "Well, the shit's out there now, anyway, so let's get it out there before everybody like gets gets the stuff leaked on." Like they're at the point where like the entire Last of Us subreddit <laughs> is, uh... <laughs> and we haven't even started talking about their employees yet. Yeah. <laughs> 
the entire like last of a subreddit's like shut down and every single comment, every single post needs to be approved because, you know, just like when a Marvel movie comes out or a Star Wars movie comes out or whatever, like people are all over Twitter and Reddit in, in right. completely like unrelated spaces posting these spoilers. So I don't know if it was, if that was the reason for the like release date that was so soon after the uh, last delay, but the game, they just announced that it went gold today. So it comes out on June 19th now. Yeah. Jason Elliott says it's coming out in June. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've just started replaying the first one actually to, uh, to get ready for, did you, uh, uh, did you, did you stay away from the leaks? Because I was, uh, uh, I didn't, I, didn't, I did one. not get leaked on. <laughs> I did not get leaked on. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've been very careful because the the first one is like was I, I know Josh, you were mixed on the first one, but it's like one of my favorite games. And and the last time I played it, like my last save on the, my PS4 was like 2014, so it's been a long time. And it's amazing playing through it again because so much of the stuff I've just completely forgotten about. And so in a way, it feels like I'm playing it for the very first time, and it's uh, been a pretty great experience. So. Uh, there's DJ on Twitch says I'm more scared of getting <laughs> The Last of Us two spoiled than actually catching COVID. Okay, I well, mean, yeah, let's have their priorities. I think that's a reasonable one. You 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 can recover from coronavirus. You'll never recover from learning something like that and never being able to experience it. You know? Don't cry <laughs> that it's over. Some people are not recovering from coronavirus. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what? Some people are not recovering, but. There's a percentage of a chance, but you know what? Just, just, you just, just roll around a bit. You'd be a, it's a better right, Shane. Some people, you know, if you start, if you see those spoilers, you ain't ever going back. Uh, Juan Carlos, our good friend, says, Shane, you're looking like a magazine cover. Thank you, Donald. Thank you. you know, he didn't say which magazine, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> which magazine are we talking about? Because. Uh, Juan Carlos, he's not joining us. He's a he's a part of the Geekscape crew forever. He's a he's a video game player like us. Um, but uh, remember when he would come to Comic Con and like that one time he like left his uh, what did he leave? He left like Cologne. Cologne, yeah. And, yeah. and he left he left like early for like the next two days. We still had Comic Con, so we were running around spraying it on each other, and, like secretly just walking behind each other and spraying it on each other, going Juan Carlos. <laughs> and now you smell like Juan Carlos. It, it was uh, it was uh, it was quality stuff. Uh, I never got uh, leaked on by Juan Carlos, but well, I you did. But, but I, I almost got leaked on by you, though. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. That was a <laughs> sober chain. Was the, the summer at Comic Con where where Josh looked up and Shane had partied a little too hard. I, I don't even you know, know if you were. I thought you were just like sleepwalking. I don't even think that you were. Drunk oh, or anything. Yeah, I think that. he was sleepwalking. It was, it was sleepwalking. Yeah, was sleepwalking. yeah. But, uh, but hey, uh, Josh, why I, don't you why don't you tell the story? What was going on there? You were sleeping middle of the night. Shane had had a little too much to drink at the Comic Con. And, and I have to I have to say yes, yes, you're right. I did uh, imbibe on uh, alcoholic libations a little bit too vigorously. Bar, bars open. And bars open, man. If the bars open, you, you know you can't leave them hanging. But Shane's to Comic Con, like Derek. Like emptied out the freaking Amazon Studios buffets. <laughs> that was before <laughs> Amazon was doing much, so it was other companies that were uh, feeding me at that point. Yeah. So what happened, Shane? Yeah, so I, I don't, who knows? But um, you know, overindulge. But uh, I got home or home. I got back to the apartment. I got back to the hotel, and uh, there was a a certain member of the Geekscape alum that is a notorious snorer. Um, that would be me. How so, are you guys? That would be me. 
So um, I uh, I started to uh, take some NyQuil and it just wasn't working. So I took a little bit too much NyQuil and, you know, one thing led to another and then Josh can tell the story. Yeah. So basically the hotel room is so packed as usual. So I was I was sleeping on the floor. And so I'm like kind of tossing and turning in and out of sleep. And I see Shane and I'm sleeping right next to my wife, who's also like on the floor. So I'm like, you know, trying to get comfortable and he like steps over us and I'm like, I wonder, well, like, what is he doing? There's nothing over there. And <laughs> so like he's, he steps over us and then walks into the corner and then all of a sudden like right, like right next to my ear is like something you never want to hear that close to your face. And I, I just, I'm just like hearing him pee on the floor. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, not, he's not responding to me or anything. It's just like, like you were saying it was sleepwalking, but like sleep pissing on the floor <laughs> next to my head while I'm like trying to shield my wife a little bit just in case you know you never know when you're gonna get any kind of splash damage or anything so I'm like splash damage know. so like you yeah know, that was, <laughs> I was, that was... Then, yeah sure enough but like he just walked straight back to the, his his spot in the bed and went back to sleep and I just <sighs> kind of laughed to myself for like a good hour or so <laughs> when, <laughs> and I was like all I, right I, I think I was shot. I, I think I was sharing a bed with Eric Francisco too. So <laughs> Yeah, so you know, lucky for lucky for Eric, he missed it. Yeah. Oh he, man. Got, dodged a figurative bullet there. We got a friend here in Brazil, our good friend Enzo Paulini is watching on Twitch. And he says, What do you think about Brazil? Say Salve Brazil. Uh, we love Brazil. Our, our our other friend who joins us at Comic Con, Guy Pereira, he's in Sao Paulo. So we love Brazil. And we miss Guy, and hopefully he can make it back to the states because, like he he has a visa, he can come back to the states. It's just locked down. So yeah, he's um one of the the nicest people I ever met with the the sharpest wit ever, <laughs> and he'll have these these great uh, translation. I guess I don't want to say translation error, but his word usage is very uh unique in certain situations but it's very eloquent and it's like oh man i wish i could talk like that it's like if fez was funny yeah <laughs> yeah the 70s show if he yeah. actually had some real good digs it was because i think fez's character was kind of like oblivious right like the whole, the whole joke was oh he's not from the state so we'll make fun of him but he knows what's going on and he's got a oh, yeah. huge pop culture knowledge. So he's just making, he's slinging the jokes. Juan Carlos says that, uh, Shane, your incident with, uh, with, uh, Josh, there was realistic magic carp cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> magic carp with the splashes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rolling all in it. And Juan Carlos <laughs> has a nice memory from Comic-Con. He said on our first day together, Shane asked me to help dress him in his, MLP cosplay is uh, what is that? Uh, My Little Pony cosplay. I never helped spray paint a man's uh, hair or pin a tail on one. I was honored. Bonded in eternal friendship. So. That's that's true. Yeah, friendship I, is magic. Uh, it's been a while since I've magic. seen Shane dressed as rarity. Yeah, I, I actually uh, never mind. I'm gonna I'm not gonna go down that road. But uh, let's just see uh, uh, when Comic Con, if it ever comes back, uh, there's a, a a second rarity cosplay, uh, rarity two, uh, in effect. So. Well, hopefully you'll have fun at uh, Wizard World Anchorage with that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we actually we um uh we do have an Arctic Comic Con now, what? and yeah, we have an Arctic Comic Con, and um they we we get uh wrestlers, we get a lot of uh voice actors, big name voice actors, 
um, movie stars, a bunch of people from Star Trek. Um, this is the second year, but it got delayed to uh, October. But uh, it's a it's an actual an actual thing. What so, did you talk about like that story you told me when they were locking up, and there was a concert that was going to go down in, in in Anchorage, or was someone oh, who was performing there? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So um, we uh, the I, I work for a production company. Um, and they had booked Ja Rule for a big, uh, a big stadium show, our, our only like stadium event. And it was almost sold out. Like there was a considerable amount of hype, a lot of tickets, uh, bought for the Ja Rule show. And my, um, the girlfriend of the head promoter, uh, texted me and she's like, man, I think Ja Rule just jinxed us because he tweeted, I'm in Alaska. We ain't got Corona. We're going to party tonight. And Sure enough, hours later, the mayor's like, hey, you guys got to cancel. So, oh, no. <laughs> so um, and then everyone was like, Firefest 2, God damn it, General, what are you doing? And it's like, like I can't, I, I, could, I couldn't believe the hilarity of the timing of that very, very pompous tweet. And then the, um, he lived with uh, the machinations of his uh, mind. Poor General. Yeah, he'll never recover. I wonder what he's up to now. Well, what are you guys hiding? Uh, what else are you guys playing? I've, I've literally like Heidi and I have been doing this master cleanse, and we're on day five of seven. So it's going to happen. We're going to make it. Uh, and uh, it's just one of those things where you're like, hey, like a juice cleanse, or you're like not eating food, or what's the deal? So I'm literally taking this like, <laughs> like I'm literally this is lemon juice with like yep. pepper, and that's all you eat. A maple syrup. I think is kind of what it is. The master. They call, oh, it, a, they call it a maple daddy. I think. Yeah. <laughs> basically, uh, what I've been doing is any time I get hungry, uh, I just play Mario Odyssey and try and get more moons. <laughs> it's like my whole thing is like, okay, just ignore the fact that you are starving yourself, mm-hmm. Jonathan. I know you're hungry. Just go uh, play Mario Odyssey and try and get a few more moons. And I'm pretty close to the one to the to I don't know, Josh. You 100 percent of that game with the moons. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting close. Yeah, I mean that game it doesn't have like an infinite amount of moons though, where you can get use your coins to keep buying them if you don't want to actually play the game. I think the thing is, uh, some of those turtle races, like mm-hmm. on those, I, they're just so annoying that I think I might just end up buying those. But uh, mm-hmm. no, I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting the suits. Uh, I mean, I'm just kind of playing it because I beat everything else on the system, and I refuse to buy Animal Crossing because it. But just admit it. It is the same game over again, Josh. Don't try and sell me on the fanciness. Mm-mm, not at all. I don't oh, think so. Oh, this is, th- yeah, yeah, no, no, John. I'm, I'm sorry, but you're, uh, um, sadly Because every time Nintendo's like, hey, look, shiny Animal Crossing, well, I buy it, and then like two weeks later, I've done everything you can do in the game, right. and it's not fun anymore. But this time they have the internet, so they're adding more content. Like they've already put, they've already done a bunch of like new events, and they've already announced like a slate of events through I think the end of June at this point. Uh, yeah. yeah, like they've done so much free content already, after, and it's all been free. Like all this new stuff that they've been adding. After After we're done, I'm gonna have to send you some like videos or articles or something of what people are doing. And you can like visit literally... other people's towns. Like what the heck? You could just jump into Josh's town. Some people are like. Like I saw, uh, you know, old Geekscapist uh, Matt Rodriguez, and yeah. yeah, 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 I think it was Matt, and uh, he was talking. You know, turnips were like really cheap in his town, 
uh, on Sunday. So this is like a whole stock market. I don't know if you know with the turnips. Uh, mm-hmm. Turnips are really cheap at his town. So he's like, you know, if you guys want cheap turnips, like jump into my town. Here's the code before noon. Like there's like this whole community and there's like this weird, like people will come to your town and like clear the weeds out of it and like all this sort of stuff. Like it's a whole different experience because of the online aspect. Oh man, you're gonna make me buy this game. Wait, all three of you guys are playing it? Oh yeah. Eh, only a little bit. Michaela's really into I, it. Uh un- unfortunately my switch is modded, so I cannot take it online. Uh and I'm sure she'll she'll uh you yeah. got the do you have the the one where you uh bridge the two pins on the right Joy-Con? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's reversible. Just take it out. No, because it no, it's uh because I did it before I did it when you had to like modify system files. I did it like so long ago. And uh, and now if I were to take it online, I would just get banned. I wanted to install like emulators and stuff, which I always like I do that stuff and then I never touch them. Um, mm. But the, the 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 joy of putting it all together is what I'm in there for. But I'm sorry that you're gonna have to use Trudeau's two thousand dollars a month stimulus checks to buy a new switch. <laughs> I don't uh, get that two thousand dollars a month. I have to I have to work every day for my money. Uh, so uh, we got. I mean, couple- I have the. I that said, I I have the. Uh, I, I can work. So I, that was a, you know, I'm very sorry if you lost your job. Well, yeah, use, <laughs> yeah, it was. It's use, a... use that uh, money to buy a new switch because it yeah. sounds like you broke yours. Uh, Big Yang says, I asked John if he was getting Animal Crossing. He told me he, I didn't have time. <laughs> Nothing is going to convince me to get Animal Crossing more than you three, or at least you two who didn't mod your systems playing with me. So maybe. Uh, Alex Salvato has got a question. This is an Apple TV show. Anybody watching Mythic Quest? You guys know this Mythic Quest? <laughs> yeah, Apple Mythic Quest. Uh, Mythic Quest, it was a, it came out a couple months ago and it's uh, basically the production team from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and, and it even stars a couple of the same people. Um, but it's about a like game developer uh, that makes a very popular MMO. Um, and it's it's very funny. I really enjoyed the first season of it. It's on Apple TV Plus, I think it might even be free right now. They they put a bunch of their shows up for free, even if you don't have a subscription. Um, and I think it's definitely worth watching. It's pretty funny. They had like partnered with Ubisoft, so it's really funny because when they jump into like in game, uh, like in game cutscenes, it's like you can tell it's like just cut from different Ubisoft games. And um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, the show's pretty funny is though. And cinematic, it, is it a cinematic twenty five frames a second? Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wasn't counting, but uh, it must be close to there. But it's it's really funny. I really enjoyed the show. I think it's already confirmed for another season or two as well. So it's not going anywhere maybe, anytime soon. Maybe I'll watch it. I watched Upload. No, was it Upload? What's the, the new what's Amazon the Prime original series? That, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> sponsored <laughs> sponsored spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. earn my meal I next know. year when Comic Con happens. Okay? I think yeah. <laughs> we're plugging for free now. Derek, are they going to ship you food because you keep plugging their shows? Uh, upload was fun, but I didn't know that. I thought it was just some guy who so, somehow reses himself into like a, a, a digital world. But he actually, when you die, you can actually pick which heaven you go to. Really, your, your your consciousness gets scanned into basically like some kind of a file, like an internet file, and it has all your memories, it has your personalities. It scans your likeness, mm. and then uh, there are people in the real world who kind of monitor this, uh, these online environments where they, where your consciousness has been uploaded to. And what's, uh, and there's a bit of mystery going on in this one. Uh, and that's fun, but it is a comedy. Uh, but the main character gets himself killed in the first episode and he gets uploaded to like the best resort, uh, environment that anybody could ask for, but there's something. You mean, yeah, it's Geekscape, but it's got like 
all the food you can eat. It's a really, it's got a really nice lake. It's kind of where you want to be, but there's like weird stuff going on. There's limitations. Like, uh, so they got a lot of funny jokes about like the graphic processing being too slow. So when you see the, 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 the lake, if you look at the water, it's just like the same, uh, oh, really? re- repeating, yeah. uh, animation over and over oh, again. Cool. And it's got funny details like that, but, uh, I definitely recommend to upload. It was fun. I'll watch nice. more of it. But I think does uh, does it have like a Twin Peaks vibe to it a little bit? It's not dark. It's just um, something is going on under the sur- surface that uh, the main character is was developing. Because the thing is, there's in-app purchases where he, where he where he moved no to. No so he, He's like, oh, I got uploaded to like the best place, um, and then suddenly, if you want to buy anything, you have to have in-app purchases. But he's dead and the account is you know through the through the twists and turns that got him there the account is in somebody else's name and so he can't really pay for anything um so you see him like going to get a go to the mini bar in his room and he goes to get some food and he's like swiping through infinite amounts of like soda and snacks and uh-huh. it's heaven so he can eat whatever he wants and it won't affect him uh but if he wants to buy anything it's an in-app purchase so th- there's kind of a joke like that but um i think it's fun uh, Mythic Quest. I've heard a ton of people talking about it, so I think I'm going to throw that on there. It's kind of weird how the culture is now being shown in mass media. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek, what's your what's your um, 30 second review of Apple TV and its um, uh, like premiere shows? Honestly, I've really liked most of their shows so far. I think that their real problem is that. Um, I mean, like it's free from like if you buy an Apple device, you get it for free for a year at this point. And so I think that's a really great way to get people in. Um, and then by the time your year is up, the second season of the show that you really liked on there is going to come out type thing. So I think where I struggle there is that they have like I've really liked a lot of their series and and but their their problem is that there's not enough coming out, I think, um, you know, they they something ends and then it seems like there's a big, you know, from the morning show, which was fantastic to uh, servant from M night Shyamalan, which I really liked. They just started a new one called defending Jacob that stars Chris Evans. That seems really interesting. And I've watched a few episodes of that. What's, um, um, what's, what's the show that's a uh, restart of that Spielberg show from like the seven amazing stories. Yeah. I haven't started that, that one yet, but I, that, well, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's, it's out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard uh, a couple friends have told me that they really liked it. But it, it seems like that one of their big shows will end, and then there's like a big gap where it's like a month until something else starts. And and I don't think that their scheduling of content is like strong enough yet. Like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I need a new show because I just finished something. You almost don't even think of that until you hear someone talking about a series that's on there at this point. I, I do, I do, I do, I do want to say one thing is that uh, I saw a clip from that. Uh, you said it was Amazing Stories. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a clip from that show where one of the episodes, and this is not a spoiler, um, the main character is traveling through time and he has to like charge his phone. And if you were in a situation where you needed to charge your phone, you're like, man, where's my, where's, where's my cable? Where's my charger? But he's, he basically does like a, like a, a wink and a nod. It's like, man, here's my lightning cable. I need to find my lightning cable. I wonder where my lightning cable could have gone. And so you can definitely see that. I, I saw that. I was like, man, Apple's pumping some money into this to keep it going. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like the, I, I have always, something that's always like bugged me in TV, a lot of TV shows is like the, like when someone's clearly not on a phone call or taking like a, like, 
there's pressing buttons and you can like they put it up to their face and you can see the like home screen or the notes app or like something like that uh they do a very good job with most of their stuff of, of making it look as legitimate as possible so that's a detail i have appreciated in their series there was a there was that uh music video from the 90s with mia where she was texting someone on an excel spreadsheet and her, <laughs> her, her yeah smartphone. yeah yeah there's definitely been none of that yeah yeah well, what are you guys playing beyond Animal Crossing? Because Shane, you said you were playing one of the Ubisoft games. Uh, I'm uh, so I will. I'll do a bunch of missions in Division, mm-hmm. and then I'll get too stressed out and anxious, and then I'll play Animal Crossing to like tone down, rinse and repeat, cl- rinse and rinse and repeat. Um, I did. If anybody has been following Geekscape, I've been talking about getting a high refresh rate monitor for probably the last twenty years of Geekscape, um, and so I uh, with that the. the the, when the Trump check came out, you know, thank you, thank you, Trump, thank you, Trump. Um, so uh, I got a, I got a 27 uh, inch uh, gaming monitor and a brand new graphics card. So nice. I've been um, uh, getting back into Overwatch. I got into that uh, Valorant or Valorant beta. So John, thank you for letting me attach my Riot account to the Twitch Twitch account. And um, uh, I have Xbox Game Pass for PC, which is mm. the best best deal so good right so good like i um that gears tactics just came out it looks fucking awesome i'm i i it's it's installing i'm gonna get uh, i have a game called frostpunk which is kind of a um a civilization uh type game but you're fighting in this world is that by the guys that made this war of mine or same Uh, publisher or something i feel like yes 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 okay yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, i got drunk with those guys at pax so (laughs) Yeah. Not anymore, pal. No, uh, never, never <laughs> but it's um, Game Pass. Are Game Pass is. On, are you going to be streaming these on the Twitch channel? Uh, uh, when I get my new when I get my new server in, which is part of okay. fixing the Geekscape Games experience, because I've got great. <laughs> right now, I had to unplug everything because my right. the my network stuff. Blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, so um, I, yeah, I'll be do. I think that'll be something on there because you know. Ex- Derek turned me on to it, and Derek's turned me on to a lot of things. Uh, I'm good at turning on. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about uh, this, because now we're streaming these episodes on Twitch. Matt's going to start streaming these episodes on Twitch. Let's just make a schedule so that, like, if Shane wants to jump on and stream games or Josh wants to jump on and stream games, whoever wants to jump on and stream to the Twitch channel on uh, Geekscape TV, like, let's just figure out who's on and who's not, and, like, let's make a schedule. That'd be fun. It'd be fun to have a lot of constant content on there. Yeah, I agree. I totally yeah. think you guys should go for it. Um, I think I'm going to do like three of these shows a week, which uh, is what I've negotiated with my studio rental, which is helping. <laughs> so it's fun. And what's crazy is this whole streaming thing came out of me just in the pandemic wanting to meet people. So I literally went to my car every day and got on Facebook Live and started talking to people who are on my Facebook. And they seem to like it and keep checking in. So I made it a st- standard thing. And then when Chris Gore came on the show, he was talking about StreamYard. And I saw yeah. the possibility. And I think we're going to keep going with this thing. It's kind of fun. I like talking to people remotely. And uh, well, when this is over, we'll definitely have the StreamYard thing with somebody sitting here with me. And we'll maybe make it look a little bit more like a professional show. But uh, I think the streaming thing is in this day. I'm so uh, I'm so impressed with the, uh, the professionalism. I, uh, I kind of miss... Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Waterman. Is Dr. Waterman going to show up? I don't know if Dr. Waterman's going to show up, but yeah. there may be some characters on the channel that show up from time to time. And we're not talking about Matt Kelly again. We're talking <laughs> about you guys. 
So, Derek, when, uh, you're, you've been playing some video games, it sounds like. It sounds like you have enough material to start uh, new episodes of Xbox Game Pass. I mean, the main game I'm playing right now is not on Xbox and is a Sony exclusive. But uh, aside from that, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've been play- replaying The Last of Us. Uh, and then I have been like, so into and i never thought i would be one of those guys but call of duty modern warfare has been taking over my life lately and i did i did a a little bit of both a little bit of both it started with warzone because hey there's this free download of this cool new battle royale that everyone's into and then uh you know two weeks later i had bought modern warfare i had bought the battle pass i had bought an xbox elite controller uh you know so it's it's turning into this free game is turning into a very expensive uh, uh hobby but uh you know i have a i have a habit and a reputation of moving on from video games very quickly i buy a game i play it for 10 15 hours and then i never touch it again even if i was excited for it for years it seems like and at this point like i looked looked yesterday and i was at more than 60 hours on modern warfare which is insane for me um you know it's about a quarter of the friend that i'm playing it with but uh, but <laughs> for me you know for for me it's 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 been three weeks it's been a month i think it's been about a month and i've dropped 60 hours into this game which is insane wow so um, you uh you'll you'll be able to qualify for that lawsuit against microsoft for their elite controllers what is it i read yeah. i don't think it was on their elite controllers i think it was for their controllers in general um there's a a pending class action lawsuit basically stating that they purposefully make their controllers not very good quality so that they they're out of warranty they break and then you have to buy a new one so it's like a an extra revenue stream or something that said that's funny because i did have to return my first elite controller (laughs) because out of the box one of the paddles was like you had to press it substantially harder than the rest of them for it to like actually activate um I Derek, can't, you have the worst luck. Are, are, didn't you also get like a PS2 that had cigarettes stuffed yes, in it? Yes, I did. Yeah, my first, <laughs> first PS2. Like you bought uh, a used PS2. Because I, I was 12 years work. old. I was 12 years old, saved up all my money uh, for like ever to buy, you know, at EB Games, so the Canadian GameStop, a, pre, a pre-owned PlayStation 2 which is like I, all, like the small town that I lived in didn't have an EB game. So I have to get my parents to drive me an hour to the next town uh, and then an hour home, plug it in, turn it on. It doesn't work. And the house fills with cigarette smoke. There's like literally <laughs> tobacco. There's literally like, you can what? see the tobacco in the fan on the back. And then did I did light I, them or something when you turned it on or what? <laughs> yeah. Smoking I don't, I don't know. Like, like I, I, I guess it had been off for, and then the act of the, turning the fan on, like pushed a bunch of stuff out of it or something. And, uh, and then I, I think that my dad cleaned it out, but then I had to wait a while to go and return. You know, they're not like, we're not taking you back there. We just spent two hours of our day. So you get this stupid video game. Um, and average stuff's a PS2 full of cigarette butts. Yeah, and and how like you know there that also gave me no faith in ever buying a used console from a, a retailer again because you know it's guaranteed and and we check it for everything and make sure it's all good and I'm a twelve year old kid <laughs> that now has an addiction to cigarettes because of the quality <laughs> of my console so uh, so well, now Shane, I buy my consoles new. Well, Shane's vaping, so uh, you, you're doing well. Well, listen, I, I, Shane, there's a little uh, mute button (laughs) the first time you vaped on on camera i i I was like what is that and you actually ducked out of camera to vape and i was like is he doing lines of coke off camera (laughs) i was like he just kicked alcohol and now he's just doing coke but uh see that little microphone button next to you little thing if you click that Uh, my my bad no 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 problem i I, it's for the podcast listeners who are going to be like 
what the <laughs> hell is this? Because I can't, we don't have, the one problem with uh, using this live stream and then taking the audio from it and putting it on the podcast is that uh, I can't, there's no separate audio track. Right. So that goes over everybody. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I being clandestine. Uh, Derek, cigarette butts absorb heat. They did you a service. That, that might have been their fan system right there. They might have been like, hey, yeah, this thing yeah. is and the way I, As I remember it, the fan was so blocked, though, that you could, like, <laughs> you know, there was no airflow left. There was no airflow happening in that thing. And it couldn't read, like, literally out of out of the used console box, could not read discs. Like, I don't know if the laser was, like, covered in, in soot or whatever. The laser had emphysema. Yeah, right? Like, like, the thing did not work. And I think it was only, like, $30 less than a new console. And I was an 11 year old kid or a 12 year old kid and and 30 dollars is a lot when you're 12 years old and so it's like a dollar 50 american yeah right yes but yeah 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 you could buy like a newspaper with that or something <laughs> your, well, and, and your your parents aren't necessarily the the kindest to the the video game hobby that's correct no actually my dad was a <laughs> huge yeah my dad's a huge not anymore your, mother, he, your, your mom your mom not a fan there of was that time she threw my commodore monitor down the hallway but uh wait what yeah. <laughs> Your mom threw your Commodore monitor down the hallway? Yeah, it was like a rare monitor as far as I remember as well. And uh, uh, the plastic casing broke. I, I, I had spent too long playing Final Fantasy and, and or something like that. She might be watching this, so I'm not going to get into and, that. And you, uh, I remember it was Final Fantasy VII and you didn't have a memory card and you didn't want to turn it off. Yeah, that, yeah. And, no, you do. That is exactly, that is exactly what happened. And uh, you would come, you would come home from school. I think that it might have been a residual like uh, anger towards, and no offense, Derek, but you're like your dad is if he's a constant gamer, and then she sees like her son picking up the habits. I think it's just triggering. It could be. Like, it could have like, been. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not freaking doing this again. Yeah. And then you gotta, you gotta let, give her a pass on that one. That is like, <laughs> I'll never like, forget. PTSD I'll or never something. Forget. Uh, uh, you were talking I, about Final Fantasy VII. This remake, I was all for it because I was in college when the the PlayStation came out, and mm-hmm. everybody made a Final Fantasy VII, and I couldn't afford it. And then, you know, it becomes one of the best games of all time. And it's one of those games that has always been uh, one of those where I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it. It's on a million systems. Uh, But I hear there's a remake and the remake took forever uh, to come out. So I kept saying, I'm going to get the remake. I'm just going to get the remake because uh, I'm way past when to play the blocky old school one. Um, And then I found out that the remake is really just like the first half of the game and it seems like such a greedy move that I didn't want to support it at this time. Did I, am I making a mistake? Should I dive into the final fantasy seven remake? I don't want to get half uh, of it and then have to wait like years for the rest of it because then it's going to be years. Like yeah. It felt like forever. This version. Yeah. Josh, mm-hmm. Josh has a yeah. good take on it all. No, it's just, it's weird. It's a, it's hard to, it's hard to really explain because the game itself it's like a full length game. Like it took me 41 hours to finish, which was longer than I spent on the entirety of seven. Oh, wow. <laughs> when it first came out on PS4, but I mean, on PS1, but no, it's not the whole story. It covers like the first, maybe like five or 10 hours of the main story. And mm. it just filled with a lot of extra content in the middle. Some of it is good where they flesh out characters who weren't really, who really didn't get a lot of screen time in the original, but also, there's plenty of times where it just feels like it's just padded with bosses and boring side quests that don't really feel like they're significant to anything related to the story or the game. 
And you can, it feels like a 20 hour game that got stretched out to 40 hours because they were really trying to make it seem like a full fledged game despite only having maybe a third of the story of the game that it's adapting essentially. Um, but whether or not you should play the original or the remake, if you've never played the original, I would probably say to play the original first because uh, it's hard to talk about without spoiling anything. But I guess I'll just try to be as vague as possible and say that. I, I feel like Final Fantasy VII is probably one of the uh, most uh, spoiled games ever at this point. <laughs> no, no, but I've, I mean, never, I've never played it. I've never played it. I know what happens. No, but I mean, I regarding... But regarding so the re- regarding the remake, Final Fantasy VII, I'm only playing it once in this lifetime. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but here's but like that's the thing that makes it kind of weird because the remake and being as vague as possible without trying to spoil trying to spoil as little as possible, the remake is not an exact story. Mm. Like it's not, an, it's it's not, not exact. Yes, yeah, not only is it not one to one, but it's essentially starting to dabble in like multiverse stuff. Now. Oh, that's oh, kind of really. Hell yeah. Kinda yeah. Cool. So that might make you want to play both versions. That being said, like, why didn't they? Is that the reason why they didn't just do a one-to-one, like, up-res adaptation? Um, I think so, but it, I think they just kind of wanted to tell a different story, but also try to deliver the remake that people had been wanting for so long. Uh, so they're sense. kind of trying to do both at the same time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Well, so, what do you? going to be playing now like now that we're you're done with it and now that we're like moving into this new zone uh obviously we got last of us 2 coming up next month but mm-hmm. what are some of the other games that are circled on your, on your horizon because literally like nintendo does this thing where they have one major game per quarter oh yeah and then and yeah. It, animal crossing if i don't want to get into the crack addiction of animal crossing <laughs> i've got to wait like what's the next big nintendo hey, game xenoblade chronicles is coming out in a couple weeks yeah, the, sure. the remaster remaster with uh, a new epilogue, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so it's using the graphics engine of Xenoblade 2, but um, applying it to the entirety of Xenoblade 1, which is like a, a 120 plus hour game as it is. And then on top of that, Don't it has a new... Yet. Yeah, and yeah, I know, tell me about it. I still haven't beaten the first one. But um, on top of that, it has a new epilogue scene because... Xenoblade 1 and 2 do connect to each other, but in like a really vague way. So this new epilogue is supposed to be a better bridge between part 1 and part 2 narrative-wise. But the best part about it is that if you finish Xenoblade 1 before, you can just select the new content from the start oh, and really? not have to play the whole game to get to it. Which, That's smart. Like The other game that I spent a lot of time playing during quarantine was Persona 5 Royal, which is a similar situation. I'm actually wearing the Persona shirt right now to rep it a little bit, but um, the, yeah, yeah, because they, they they need that grassroots advertising. Uh, oh, definitely, you know, Atlas. Even Sega, I didn't wear my Amazon Prime Video shirt. Come on, Sega, Sega's a small company. Um, I'm, but, the only, I'm the only one repping a Geekscape shirt right now on the live stream. I couldn't, I I couldn't find one. I I'm sorry because I was trying to get my. It, you okay. look great. You look great. No, no. I know, darling. Um, <laughs> so. Go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, so with Persona, it's a similar case where it's a remake of the original game, but there's like a new epilogue. But you actually do have to play the whole 100 hour story before you could get to the epilogue. Jeez. And then if you don't if you don't meet certain requirements throughout the story, the game just ends at the same point as it did originally. (laughs) So then you'd have to start all over and do the whole 100 hours over again if you messed it up. But well, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. First off, when am I getting my Breath of the Wild 2? Oh yeah, uh, man, I, I can't... Too. 
when is Nintendo going to do an open galaxy, open universe Metroid game? Like their next Metroid Prime should literally be where you're jumping through, uh, like you're going to different worlds, you're going to like an asteroid belt mm-hmm. or like, a different like. Yeah, they've sure been quiet on that one, huh? Since the announcement. Like, wouldn't that be the rational thing after you've done an open world Mario game, after you've done an open world Zelda game to take Metroid and then put like an open universe together mm-hmm. where Samus is literally dry, like flying to different parts of the galaxy of whatever it is and like fight, you know, finding different tools and things like that. And, you know, exploring. It has Nintendo, has I, Nintendo ever behaved rationally in these situations? <laughs> no. But well, they've always prized for the better though. Well, yeah. I I I hope they're going in that direction because the last we heard of Metroid Prime Four is that they were unsatisfied with it, so they scrapped development and were starting over. So, and it seems like I'm not going to get too much into the Pokemon debacle, but it seems like every Switch game that's come out except for Pokemon has had some kind of a major overhaul of of like its gameplay. So we had you know Odyssey and mm-hmm. Zelda, Animal Crossing, as much as as hard as it is to convince you, John, about this, that Animal Crossing is like significantly different. Like um, Splatoon added so much to the game that wasn't in Splatoon One. Fire Emblem became this phenomenon. Last that is a year. list of games. Jesus, that is yeah. all. Those games are all fantastic. Yeah, and uh, Maybe and Animal Crossing. Uh, trust me, it's it's been it's been worth every every dollar so far pro tip okay so i gotta say don't put your console to sleep if your airport gates are open because nintendo doesn't know how to deal with that's the thing in the game John. so other people can still come no uh you oh. lose all your progress what do you, what do you mean yeah so, so i um uh on sunday i bought a bunch of turnips yeah and uh as, my as gates, you do before noon as you every do sunday. as you do um because the beat goes on uh, and my girlfriend was over at my house, so we were doing local play. And yeah. I opened my airport gate so she could come and visit. She left. I then bought my turnips, put my console to sleep, went about my day, came back later that night, and Mr. Rossetti showed up and said, oh, you lost connection to the remote locale. I'm like, well, that's oh, that's how you my- find Mr. Rossetti. What the hell? Y- yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, and I lost, I, all of my turnips disappeared. Uh, I kept all my money and like some like everything stuff. you had done since the gates were opened was it lost. Like reset since my girlfriend left the island. Yeah, because that's you when didn't it. Question her about it? You didn't question her about this. You don't blame her in any part for this kind of thing. Um, I mean, actually, no. She's she, she's a creature who has done nothing to to slight <laughs> me in in any way. She brought me pears. So oh, okay, well, that makes sense. That sounds like a non-native fruit right there. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and that. Mm, mm. Mm. I, I, I mean, by Christmas for the Christmas season, we're getting a brand new Xbox. Which is- oh yeah, we are, and a PlayStation, and uh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for all of that stuff. And we're gonna see the first games from the Xbox Series X this Thursday. There's a big presentation, a big third party presentation. Will one of them be a brand new Zelda? Uh, yeah, it's actually confirmed for launch day. Uh, oh yeah, those Game Pass on Game Pass, Game Pass Day yeah, One. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. Nintendo Switch Xbox Live rumors are That's, finally coming yeah, right? around. That was what they created. They they put Ori and they put Cuphead on the Switch, and in turn they get Zelda. (laughs) That sounds like a fair trade. Yeah. Well, talk about what we might be seeing because uh, I am somebody who skipped the Xbox One generation. Yeah, yeah. I got everything but the Xbox One, Um, and 
it just seemed like there was a lot of exclusives on the PlayStation from yeah, God of War to to what we were talking about earlier. PlayStation has had Spider-Man. an incredible, and even even where, amazing. and we're six months or whatever we are away from the PlayStation Five, and they've still got The Last of Us Two, which is arguably like the biggest exclusive that will hit the PlayStation Four. Uh, and then we've also got uh, Sucker Punch's new game, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, yeah. which comes out a month after that. So we still in the, the PlayStation Four has got four or five six months left. And they've got two huge games coming out in that in that time frame as well, which is just phenomenal. And uh, they're having the they're... Two remastered like they did on PS4. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but Eric, if I want to get the Xbox, this new yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Um, and I skipped Xbox One. But then, yeah. I, you know, you guys talk on your podcast back when you had a podcast about the Xbox Game Pass. You talk about how much fun you had yeah. on these games. Uh, with some of those games, how backwards compatible? I think is what super. I'm it's going to be super backwards compatible. Um, I think they've they've I, I think they've committed full backwards compatibility for Xbox One titles and also the thousands of original Xbox and Xbox 360 titles that are uh, backwards compatible currently will be backwards compatible on that console as well. But is it a hard drive system, or if I had like the old 360 discs, that doesn't matter, right? Like it's not a disc system. Is you it? can use as it is currently, and I think it's the same on the next one too. You can like if I were to pop a 360 disc into my Xbox One, that would work. Um, but also, you can if you've purchased it digitally, as long as it's a backwards compatible game, that will work as well. But the but also, system does it have discs on it? It does. Yeah, yeah, okay. it does. Well, so use do discs. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So it'll be uh, like a mixture of discs and digital, depending on you know your Game Pass subscription and and whatever. I think that they've they've really learned a lot of lessons this generation about like they've made they made a lot of mistakes and i think that they're really positioning themselves well for the next generation just in the next in the last couple of years all the studios that they've acquired like there's going to be some huge huge games for the xbox uh next time around they've also they've they're also doing like some really interesting stuff like they've got a feature for the next xbox called smart delivery and so uh, all all microsoft titles will support it third parties can jump on it if if they want to but it means that you know say in september i buy cyberpunk 2077 um you know then in november the new xbox comes out and they do say they release an xbox series x version of the same game because it supports smart delivery that xbox one copy will be a next xbox copy i don't have to purchase another game because it's a different cop console it just automatically will give you the best version of the game that you can play basically um you know the and, new and, yeah oh, I, sorry i, I want to jump in um the um uh, the the one real interesting thing about the new Xbox series is the the physical hardware architecture is basically on parity with gaming computers now. So wow. it, it's um, literally the same uh, uh, the GPUs and CPUs just on custom dies and custom silicone. Mm-hmm. And the new software is going to be basically a modified Windows 10. So there's going to be a lot of, uh, when this new one comes out, the Xbox Game Pass on the PC, there's going to be a lot of, of parity. And there might yeah, be like yeah. a delayed release. So like if you get like a Gear 6, it's going to be on the, the console hardware for I don't, uh, timed I, exclusivity. I don't Something think that that'll that. be the case either. For they, They've really pushed, Microsoft really pushed hard the last few years on their Play Anywhere uh, their Play Anywhere program as well which is basically for most of these titles they're hitting pc and they're hitting xbox on the same day and they have cross-platform play with each other but also they've both been on game pass for, on day one 
for as long as i mean game pass for pc only came out a year ago at this point but any of the releases that they've done since then that have supported both consoles have been on both so um but yeah it seems like like between that and between things like game pass which they've you know really built up as like the best value that exists in gaming at this time like you know you'll for somebody to be able to buy this next console sign up for game pass and have like hundreds of xbox one titles plus whatever games they're getting for the xbox series x like instantly you're going to have a huge library of games even if you skipped out on the last xbox and mm-hmm. in fact it might be a better purchase for those who skipped out on the last xbox because you pick you take that home day one you're going to play all the halo games you're going to get all the gears of war games you get forza like you get so many titles within this game pass subscription that you won't have to pay a penny for outside of your ten dollars a month or whatever it costs well how does and they still have that dollar promotion don't they yeah, and there's always promotions on getting started with Game Pass as well, too. Well, so, how did Sony even compete with that with the PS5? Like, what are they going to be offering? You think? Uh, well, we and it's they, they've not said anything. They've not. T- they've barely talked about the thing aside from that like GDC uh, presentation that they ended up doing online, which really only talked about like the SSD and how fast that is, and and uh, like the sound. I think they talked about the sound processor a bunch too. Like, they didn't talk about the hardware really at that presentation. And so we're six months or whatever we are away from launch, and we don't really you know we've not seen what it looks like we don't really know that much about it so not for either okay both of both of them are are both of them are slated for this holiday season but we don't have prices on either of them i feel like they're going to be expensive with how powerful that seems like they're making them um but we you know we don't know maybe we'll find out on on thursday with this xbox presentation that said it does seem like it's um, you know, they talked about a, a bunch of gameplay premieres for their partners. So it sounds like more of a third party presentation. I know we'll be seeing the first gameplay from the just announced uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which looks really, really cool. Um, but I, aside from that one game, we have no idea what what that presentation is going to help. Um, so. What like could Nintendo possibly put in stores? Well, not in stores, but like in download and streaming and right. mail order, really, because COVID's going <laughs> to yeah. What can they possibly give us by Christmas? What it would be that Nintendo's move in the fourth quarter or even the third quarter? Yeah. Because in October they have something kind of big, or in late August they usually have something I don't, big. What I don't know that they need to give. I don't know that they need to give us anything. I think that this, just, just like with the Wii and and not the Wii U, but just like with the Wii, I think that they've really positioned themselves this generation as like you get you whatever your console is, whether it's an Xbox or a PlayStation and a Switch. Like it feels like it's that that like secondary device for so many people because it's so portable and because you know the local multiplayer focus that they've put on it and and because 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 you know because of the franchises that they have even if they did not have a big release and and, you know to switch of course animal crossing was a big part of it but it's sold out everywhere right now way more so than the playstation or the xbox at this point i don't know that they really need to do that much to to have another sellout christmas season and plus, plus the Xbox and the PlayStation Five, they're going to be sold out. They're going to be hard to find forever. Right. It sounds like, um, you know, the Switch is going to be the one that's in stock. So, is there a chance for either of them to have a misstep on this one? Like, I've been watching, oh, yeah. I've been watching Gaming Historian, and uh, you guys know that YouTube channel, Gaming Historian. No, yeah, I don't. Really cool histories about a lot of the missteps, like the ones that really? Sega did in the '90s that yeah. they were like, "We're going to come out with a Saturn, or we're going to come out with a 32X." These were like very expensive missteps for right. Sega that cost yeah. Sega, right. Sega like uh, making hardware. Is there a chance for like any of the big three to make a hardware pair uh, like, in this next generation? See, I well, I feel like the Xbox One taught us that you're never too big to completely screw up. Um, oh, because a lot <laughs> Tell of it to our country. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, with a lot of their DRM stuff before it launched, that kind of soured people on it before it even came out. But another thing to keep in mind, too, is that I don't hear it get talked about a lot. But when we were talking about how Sony hasn't really shown anything, um, traditionally speaking, Sony typically has really bad launches. And it does. I don't see it get mentioned a lot. But it's like when you think back on the PS4, I think it launched with like Knack, Killzone, and Resogun. And I remember forums being like, oh, Resogun's like the best <laughs> game was, ever because there was like nothing else to play. for Speed game as well when the PlayStation 4 came out. Yeah, and then it was like with the PS3, it was like Resistance and what? I think that was pretty much it, right? Resistance. And then there was yeah. this massive dry spell until like Haze came out, which is supposed to be a big <laughs> system seller and it ended up being terrible. Right. And then I remember when I bought the PS2 on day one, it was like, SSX and Dead or Alive were great. And mm-hmm. then it was just like a dry spell for like six months. So right. it's like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like how you were saying, Derek, Microsoft's done a good job of positioning themselves to where you're, as long as you have a Game Pass subscription, you're going to have tons and tons of games on day mm-hmm. one, even if they're not all necessarily Series X exclusive. Right. Yeah, even if have... the library is not huge, you, mm-hmm. have, you, have a, you, you have a huge library. And with Sony not really talking anything about their library yet, I kind of feel like they're going to launch similarly how they've done in the past, where they're mm-hmm. kind of hoping that like the brand loyalists are going to yeah. buy it as soon as yeah. it came, comes out, no matter what, and then kind of work on its library as they go. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely going to buy The Last of Us 2 for a second time, six months after I buy it for the first time, because yeah, they don't also, have the same smart delivery system I'm, as I'm, Xbox I'm, is doing. I'm still waiting for the Final Fantasy VII remake complete yeah. collection in like 2040. Yeah, right. On the, on the <laughs> yes. And what well, one one thing that that uh, changes from the yesteryears to now is the and I'm you know talking about hardware, but it's all the the uh, hardware in the PlayStation and the hardware in the new Xbox are both AMD uh, AMD 64 based. Uh, which is exactly what you have in all your computers, and um, and the Switch is all on the NVIDIA Tegra platform, so it's all basically the same architecture. But when you're looking back at the day with like the the Saturn and uh, the Nintendo and everything, it's all these different physical architectures that mm-hmm. people have to learn for. So I doubt there's going to be a huge misstep unless they they have another like issue with. Well, actually, shoot! Uh, the, you know, they're going to have like a another five hundred ninety nine U.S. dollars kind of uh, faux pas. Or <laughs> well, giant and, and what do you guys what do you guys think for the price points of this? Like, I think they're both going to be, you know, based on how powerful it seems like they are positioning both of them to be. There's also rumors that Sony is going to like limit production for x amount of time because this console is costing them too much to produce like what do you guys think of price points for these because i i feel like i'm i'm expecting to pay like 800 canadian for each of these and Michaela's going to kill me when she hears this uh, <laughs> only if you buy them there well i mean yeah. as soon as pre-orders come out you know that i'm, I'm clicking that button did it, so. did it didn't you uh have a little bit too much to drink once and bought an xbox and um, yeah i think she told me to but you know now look where we are at, <laughs> yeah he, he, he bought an he bought an Xbox on her Amazon it's account. because the Tomb Raider drunk. game was exclusive to Xbox for a whole year, and I still haven't finished it. Uh, and now it's been like five years. So, <laughs> well, um, good for you. It's on Game Pass. So, yeah, it might come. <laughs> it might come up for the show, right? 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like I'm expecting these to be seven and, and the Canadian dollar is particularly low right now, but I'm expecting them to be seven ninety nine consoles. You know, the, the reason to buy them right away is that, you know, they're going to be hard to find, but we also, we won't see a price drop for like a year or two. So right. in terms of maximizing the value on the console, you got to get it as soon as you possibly can. That's, that's, that's what I keep telling myself. So in the States, these consoles are going to go for $500 or more each. Uh, but the P that you guys think. I'm I think so. There's also there's also still rumors as well from Microsoft of this, you know, the Series X being their more powerful console, and then apparently there could be a Series S that's a bit cheaper and can do all the same stuff, but just isn't quite as powerful, so your games won't look quite as good. Like that could still be a thing, and that could be positioned as their main console, and then the Series X is their high end one, just like they've done with the. Yeah, just like they've done, you know, just just getting it, getting that out there from the get go instead of, you know, two or three years later, like they did last generation. Like that's still definitely a possibility. Well, listen, guys, uh, Big Yanks just chimed back in to say, you're still going. How long is this thing? Is this a Geekscape Games episode? We can, we well, can ramble about architecture and and pr- price points all day long. We haven't Dang. been on. We haven't been all on the same podcast for more than a year. Yanks, listen, like, yeah. Give us Big a break. Yanks. Yeah, yeah. making up for lost time. Yeah. Moment. This is a big episode because we got Shane and Derek and uh, and Josh and <laughs> and uh, the other guy. Well, well, the other guy. I, I, what I really meant to say was we have Shane and Josh and they're returning to the to the podcast network. So we're bringing them back to the podcast network. Uh, whether it's called Geekscape Games or something new, we've got Shane and Josh coming back to do a video game show uh, in light of Derek refusing to go back and continue to do podcasts. I'm kidding. It, it, I dream of the day where we have three video game shows on the Geekscape podcast considering we have nine horror shows that Matt makes. <laughs> uh, I, something like I, that. I still have I have every once in a while the, the preamble for Geekscape games will just blurt out of my mouth when I'm stuck in traffic so I still have the muscle memory of, of, of that so well that's no, completely it's- up to you guys. You guys can do something new. You guys can do a new just call it Geekscape games again whatever you guys want to do but I think it'd be awesome to start like episode zero like a brand new fresh take maybe some new uh music you are always great the music chain like some, some let's just make it feel fresh let's make it feel new and let's vamp it and bounce it out in like the best way and something that that's exciting um because i, think I actually guys- i i already wrote a script for it so from for that intro so okay. I'm, hello and hello and welcome everybody well, uh, I'm excited to have you guys back on the network, no matter how long it takes for you guys to put together a show. But let's just make it quality and let's make it fun. Uh, you know, Matt and Derek are in charge of that stuff. I'll be over here streaming <laughs> from my girlfriend's bedroom. So, but before before we go, uh, John, tell us uh, one good thing from this week outside of pop culture entertainment. Something oh that's God. happened to you. Uh, one good thing. Well, there's some, there's a few good things. I just can't talk about them because they involve like creative work, which is uh, super cool. But I got to tell you, one thing that we've been doing is we've been getting in the car and doing drives, which, you know, gas is pretty cheap right now. Uh, So what we'll do is we'll get in the car and just kind of go and hang out somewhere. And uh, we'll walk, we'll we'll drive out to Vasquez Rocks or we'll drive out to Malibu and stay away from Santee. We will stay away from Santee and San Diego County so we don't get uh, rushed by the Klan. But um, for the most part, I think what's cool about it is um, just being able to explore a little bit and, and see like the place that you live in in a new way because California is pretty restrictive because of the travel. Like, there is always traffic. Right, and right. 
uh, you don't always get, you know, if you want to go out and see some cool place, well, everybody else does too. Uh-huh. Uh, so now you actually get a chance to do it. And it got to the point where we were even talking about like driving to Austin to hang, to like spend oh, wow. two yeah. at my parents' place because we're all working remotely. Um, and I've been, I've lucky enough, been lucky enough to get a job uh, working remotely. But I think that's like the coolest thing for me is, uh, is to be able to explore a little bit um, and just kind of spend time you know, with Heidi and by myself, uh, just kind of doing that thing. That, that's been the positive here. Um, what about you guys? Josh, what, what's been something good about you? Or <laughs> I mean, everything about you is good, but something good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, that's not all of it. And I'm like, oh, that's a wave to me. <laughs> no, yeah, just being thankful for being in a pretty decent position, all things considered. Um, I actually got contacted by the, I was just talking to Shane about it yesterday about the physical therapy job that I worked oh, no, I, six, six months to get and then worked for two days and then yeah. told that I couldn't work anymore because of the, no patients wow. were showing up because of COVID. So um, I just got emailed today saying that they want me to start trying to come back in for training sometime this month. So, so that's Hell good. Yeah. That's and, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thankful for that. And just in general, just trying to, make the best out of the situation. Thankfully, I've been able to be very productive in a lot of areas that I wasn't able to before, trying to make the most out of the time of being unemployed, I guess. So well, it's been pretty good overall. I'll, I'll be so atrophied after this quarantine lifts that I'll probably need your physical therapy skills. To- <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. And Josh gives the best happy endings. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> How about you, Derek? Oh, uh, me being positive. Wow, that's tough. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, do you guys still have the dog? We do yeah, still have the dog. dog. Yeah, gotta, it's it's not our thing. dog, but he he it feels like he's at home, and I don't know. Michaela like snuggles him like twenty hours a day, and uh, yeah, it's something that we're like. I, I feel like I'm avoiding the conversation of because I don't. I both don't want to like accept that either it is my dog or it isn't my dog. Like right now, it's Wait, just so what, kinda, what's, what? What are the particulars of this 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 animal that showed up? What do you mean? It's a dog. Yeah, but how did it show up? Did, did, did it you, just you? was there one day. No, it's pet, uh, pet, it, petsovernight.com. It no, it was uh, Michaela is like she's you know for the last several years she's like sent me photos of all these adoptable dogs like every single day of our my life basically and uh, there uh, this dog all of a sudden needed uh, like an emergency foster because somebody had adopted it. It's like a rescue dog from Mexico. Uh, somebody had adopted it and. Um, Somebody in the, in the local area had adopted it and had it for a few weeks. My parents ended up with me. <laughs> <laughs> they had had it for a few weeks and it, it, it and their cats were not getting along. And so um, they, they couldn't keep it cause like they like cats better, I guess. And so we took it in and uh, yeah. And we've had it for, I think just over three weeks now and he's just super cute. And I don't know, it's, it's been good in a lot of ways for me as well. Like I was not really leaving the house very often because I'm working from home and, and don't have a lot of reason to. And so I've been, you know, to take him for walks and stuff has been great and um, all that sort of stuff. And I don't know. You gotta, you gotta fill up your rings. Yeah. Right. Gotta fill my rings. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, he's super cute. And, and you know, what's his name? uh, His name is like tiger which I don't really like. Um, so if we what did, were to, what do you want? What did you want to name them? <laughs> you don't, how do you know we have names already? We don't, you know, what, uh, what do you, Eric, you on. have a name for the dog. Don't yeah. You? There's a few yeah. different names floating around. I think that the top two uh, are, uh, we, we really like 
uh, Otis is a cute name, uh, and also Tucker is a is a cute <laughs> name as well. <laughs> How could you possibly give the dog away at this point, dude? Well, it's like the it's the hardest thing is like right now it's obviously it fits and it's very convenient because it doesn't need to be home alone and whatever. And the big thing is like when life returns to normal and Michaela's doing twelve hour shifts and I am working for eight hours but also driving an hour plus each way. Like, how does the dog fit into that? And and affording the dog and and he also he was like a street dog and and has kind of a bum leg because he got hit by a car and it just kind of healed itself and okay. and what do vet bills in the future look like like there's so many uh, so many variables there i guess and and um Jared, yeah, don't worry about the troubles yeah. that haven't come yet all right yeah buddy? like crowdfunding like no wonder you're stressed out you are anything but present all right like yeah have you guys met me before? I'm always worried about like everything that's probably not going to happen. Hey, hey, remember, it's, there's been times where we, we snuck into that IGN party at Comic Con. Like, what are we going to do? What if they say no? What if we get caught? And I'm just like, hold on, let me handle it. Hi, I'm Eric Diaz. I'm on the list. <laughs> yeah, you need a little bit more Shane in your life. And we're going to have more Shane in our lives here when he returns to the podcast network. Shane, uh, what is your positive? My sick vape. No. Oh God! Oh, I'm just gonna mute you permanently. Uh, so, John is returning to the Geekscape Podcast Network. I don't know about Shane. Uh, he's... I promise. <laughs> I, I, I have I have a legit one. Um, the uh, the um, the Aquabats are putting out their first album uh, in four years. Kooky, spooky, and stereo. And the two singles are are out. And it's it's I'm. It's the Aquabats, which is the best band in the world. And uh, check out their um, their music video for Pajama Zone, which is all about a song about ordering stuff on Amazon and staying at home and not going outside. So it's the perfect time. <laughs> and, they re- and they recorded this song last year. So Shane, you said not pop culture included. Mm, like, that's true. That is very pop culture. In fact, we've had the Aquabats on Geekscape. Like, come on, pal. What is the positive... It- that doesn't involve pop culture. And yes, it is awesome that the Aquabats are having a brand new album coming out. How, how about this? Uh, uh, I, I, have a, I have a girlfriend who is a healthy relationship who I love very much. Her name is we'll Justice. Thank you, Shane, for joining the show. No. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, her, her name is Justice, and I, I met her last year. But uh, in the first year of uh, sobriety in AA, you're not supposed to date. So before midnight on my one-year sober birthday, I was like, hey. Dinner time, John. Yeah. Uh-oh, hey. the studio rental's checking on her investment. Yeah. We're, we're wrapping up. You're going maybe. over your time. Oh, geez. I'm going to have to pay the bill. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi. I know I can't really hear you, but They're wait. saying hi. Hi. I'm just listening on your phone. Okay. Uh, Shane, you were saying? It's been uh, no, just, I, I have a healthy relationship for the first time in my life. Uh, so it's it's odd. So that's I'm really happy for uh, my girlfriend, and she's an Animal Crossing MLG pro. So she's a great resource for uh, for all that. Okay, well yeah. there we have it. Healthy relationships. I'm glad to see you healthy, Shane. She's a close second to the Aquabats, which are always number one. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad to see Josh still healthy and that he mm-hmm. uh, fixed uh, everything going on. Uh, love you guys so much. Um, Anything else to add? I would say that uh, you guys are coming back to the network soon. This has been fun. I like talking video games with you guys. I'm not nearly as knowledgeable as the three of you, so it's awesome being able to pick your brains. 
Um, <laughs> Heidi came in and was like, wrap it up. But she didn't really mean that. But I was just conscious of the podcast listeners and being like, hey, you got to make it. You got to. And no, never mind. I start clamming up the second I start thinking about the podcast listeners. I love you, podcast listeners, but um, sometimes you get the short end of the, sh- the stick now with the live streaming. Um, okay, guys, I love you guys. Final thoughts? I think we don't need them. Do we need them? No, we're good. Um, no final thoughts. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, and expect uh, to see Shane and Josh back on the network very soon, and Derek with a brand new episode of his podcast sometime in uh the next few months uh they are my favorite shows on the, on the network so i'm excited to have these three guys making content uh, for prime minister Cranavelt for prime minister love you guys that is it for geekscape super long video game episode over and out Thanks, guys you're listening to the geekscape network 